Hello, Worlders. I'm in school. Thank you. You're welcome. I wanted to let you know that we are giving away some Harry Potter spoilers in this episode. They're pretty small, but we thought you might want to know. Thanks, and let's get on with the show. Hello, Hogwarts! And welcome to the best term ever. In case you can't tell, we're doing a Harry Potter-themed episode. We are your professors. Professor Annabelle, your potions master. Professor Lily, your history of magic professor. And Professor Mary Jane, your defense against the dark arts professor. Clever. Thanks. We're going to be doing our normal segments just with a Wizarding World flair. Before we start, we wanted to tell you some very exciting news. We have officially started a podcasting group. It's called FFTB, a.k.a. Food for Thought Podcast. We figured since we do like a million podcasts, we should turn them into a group. So just so you know, when we refer to FFTP, we mean our podcast group. Now, it's time for the sorting ceremony. In this new and more advanced age, we are not just picking one house for each student, but in fact, a melody of their two most fitting end. The most fitting goes first. So the houses are Ravendor, Ravenpuff, Raven Inn. No. No. Slitherclaw. But we have to do Raven Inn because some children might be more Ravenclaw than Slytherin. So, therefore, they must be a Raven Inn. Fine. Continue, Professor Lily. Thank you. Slitherpuff, Slytherin Door, Gryffindor, Gryffindor, and Gryffin Inn, I guess. Thank you. Now, we will be beginning by sorting the professors. What? Yeah, we have to know what house we belong in. Professor Annabelle, please bring in the sorting hat. When did I get a hat? Am I missing something? No, Professor, you are not missing something. We are pretending. I am good at that. Professor Annabelle! Oh, sorry. We are, of course, really professors who totally work at Hogwarts and are totally sorting ourselves based on the new 2020 version of the sorting ceremony. Totally. Thank you. Now we'll start with me. What? We should obviously start with me. I'm the potions master. We should start with me. I can protect you all. You don't want to get on my bad side. Is that a threat? Maybe. I so what if I threaten something? Everyone. Child play. Be quiet. We've been fighting long enough now. It's as simple as a coin toss. I think that's a brilliant idea. I could agree to that. I have a coin right Right here. here. I call tails. Me too. No fair. You both call tails, I'll call heads. If heads wins, I will win. If tails wins, you two flip again. Fine. Fine. Professor Mary Jane, if you would be so kind. No problem. Here goes. Tails. Darn it. I'll be heads. We'll flip again. Heads. Let me see that. Don't get your knickers in a twist. It really is heads. Mary Jane's going first. Yes. No. Yes. Now we shall begin. Is this is the sweaty hat going to sing? It stopped singing. Really? 
Yes, sadly, it has stopped singing. Right, it's totally not because we don't have a sorting hat. And none of us wanted to sing. Totally. Exactly. MJ? Professor Mary Jane to you. Sure, whatever your name is. Place the hat on your head and answer any questions posed by it. Okay. She has a hat on. It's making weird faces, like it's constipated. <laughs> I think that's coming up with an answer, Lily. Oh. It's told me. What are you? I'm a Ravendor. Congratulations. Ravendors are cunning and wise, though bold and courageous. I think it suits you. Me too. Now it's my turn. How come it's your turn? I came close to twenty, so I go second. That is logical. Place the hat upon your head and answer the questions posed by it. Okay. Has it said it yet? I would have told you, wouldn't I? I guess. <laughs> okay, um, okay. I think it's happening. <gasps> I'm, a, I'm a Ravenpuff. Oh, perfect for you, I think. Agreed. Ravenpuffs are smart and most likely to use their forces of knowledge for good because of their kind disposition. I love it. Me too. Great. My turn. Okay. Okay. Place the top, place the hat on top of your head and answer any and all questions posed by it. Okay. Putting it on. Whoa. What? It's talking to me. Well, duh. Has it said anything important? Lily? I'm focusing. Sorry. I'm, uh, uh... Can you hear me that? A Raven Puff too. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! We are in the same house. We are in the same house. Why are you copying me? Why are you? Sorry. Sometimes I do that when I get excited. And also want to patronize people. <laughs> oh my gosh, this amazing house buddies. Way to leave a girl out. MJ. We're sorry, Raven Door is almost just as cool. If not, yeah. just as cool. Wow. You're really giving me that impression. Okay. It's okay. I'll just resign myself to a life cast away from the group because I'm a <gasps> Ravendor. MJ, stop being dramatic. We already did the plays, remember? We're just excited. Hmm. Fine. Now that we have our houses, we're going to do a quiz at the end of each segment. Once we answer all the questions, the professor will grade the quizzes. Each question we get it right will be a point for our house. Well, I think it's time for classes. Now, shoo. Welcome, class, to a history of magic. I'm your teacher, Professor Lily Bins. You may remember the name Bins because of a certain Professor Bins. He used to teach history of magic a long time ago. I'm his great, 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 great granddaughter. I hear to carry on the family legacy of teaching History of Magic to the faithful students of Hogwarts. Although he was, a, to be frank, a pretty boring teacher. I, if I do say so myself, am not. For this history of magic lesson, we'll be talking about something quite different from magic. Technology in the Wizarding World. This article is from the Wizarding World website. You should definitely check it out. When you can summon any book, instrument, or animal with a wave of the wand and the word, actually, when you can communicate with friends and acquaintances by means of owl, fire, patronus, towel, enchanted objects such as coins, or operate to visit a person. When your newspaper has 
moving pictures and everyday objects sometimes talk to you, then the internet does not seem like a very exciting place. That's not to say that you will never find a witch or wizard surfing the net, merely that they will generally be doing so out of slightly condescending curiosity, or else doing research in the field of model studies. Well, they have no need for mundane domestic objects such as dishwashers or vacuum cleaners, the members of the magical community are amused by muzzle television, and a few fireband wizards even went so far in the early 80s as to start a British Wizarding Broadcasting Corporation in the hopes that they would be able to have their own television channel. The project founded at an early age as the Ministry of Magic refused to countenance the broadcasting of wizard material on a muggle device, which would, it was felt, almost guarantee serious species of the international stature uh, of secrecy. Some felt, and with justification, that this decision was inconsistent and unfair, as many radios have been legally modified by the wizarding community for their own use, which broadcast regular wizarding programs. The ministry conceded that muggles frequently kept snippets of a vice on, for instance, how to prune a venomous tarantula, or how to best remove get gnomes from a cabbage bed, but argued that the radio listening muggle population seems altogether more tolerant gullible, or less convinced of their own good sense, the Muggle TV viewers. Reasons for this anomaly are examined at length in Professor Morticus's Eggs, The Philosophy of the Mundane, Why the Muggles Prefer Not to Know. Professor Egg <laughs> argued constantly that Muggles are much more likely to believe that they have misheard something than they are hallucinating. This is another reason for most wizards' avoidance of Muggle devices. And that is cultural. The magical community prides itself on the fact that it does not need the many, admittedly ingenious, devices that muggles have created to enable them to do, but can be so easily done by magic. The fill one's house with tremble dryers and telephones can be seen as an admission of magical inadequacy. There is one major exception to the general magical aversion to mental technology, and that is the car, and to a lesser extent, motorbikes and trains. Prior to the introduction of the National Statue of Secrecy, wizards and muggles used the same kind of everyday transport, horse-drawn carts and sailing ships among them. The magical community was forced to abandon horse-drawn vehicles when they became glaringly outmoded. It is pointless to deny that wizard kind looked with great envy upon the skewy and comfortable automobiles that began filling the roads in the 20th century, and eventually even the Ministry of Magic bought a fleet of cars, modifying them with various useful charms and enjoying them very much indeed. Many wizards love cars with a childlike passion, and there have been cases of purebloods who claim never to touch a Margle artifact, and yet are discovered to have a flying world horse in their garage. However, the most extreme anti-muggles excuse all motorized transport. Cyrus is black, Darius is black, love of motorbikes incensed his hardline parents. That's it for History of Magic, you are dismissed. Welcome to Potions. Please take your seats. I'm your teacher, Professor Annabelle Weasley. You may remember my Uncle Ron from his time here at Hogwarts. Today, we are doing a bit of a different class and talking about the science behind magic. Let's get started. The first thing we are going to start with is a spell that you can most likely do already. Guardian Leviosa. This spell lifts up the target into the air. This is possible because things will float if the lift is equal to the downward pull of gravity. How Mungles like to accomplish this task is by adding motors. 
and some sort of thing to lift the object up to said object. This will, like I said, make the lift and the gravity pull equal, therefore causing it to float. The next spell we will go over is Lumos. This one is pretty obvious. A flashlight. Correct. One point to Ravendor. <laughs> a flashlight uses electricity, which is a certain muggle thing that they found that can do things such as cell phones, which are a certain thing that muggles are obsessed with. And it uses the, this electricity to power a light. Then, all you have to do is slightly change your grip on the flashlight so that the electricity turns on, powering the flashlight, and boom! Next, we will talk about Transfiguration, and this was definitely one of my favorite classes when I was at Hogwarts. I've always loved the Muggle album, Erd Einstein, and one of my favorite quotes of his is, Energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be changed from one form to another. This one pretty much describes Transfiguration. Transfiguration is very similar to chemistry, and I know you might be saying, I thought that was potions that was similar to chemistry. And if you think that, well, you would not be incorrect. In potions, what you do is you mix together different ingredients to make a potion. But in Transfiguration, we're changing the atomic properties of an item. You can do this by adding, removing, and most importantly, changing atoms from whatever they are. And then, boom, it transfigures. The final spell we will talk about is Augmented. This spell shoots a jet of water. It works by calling the moisture from the air and concentrating it into a single spot. Now please complete the test I put on your desks, and once you are done, I will grade it. Alright students, pencils up. Now I will grade them. Miss Bins got... No, she got... Right, mm-hmm. Lily, not 7,000. Mm-hmm. Out of 5. So, 60%. Correct. And Miss Lupin got 4 out of 5, or 80% correct. That means we will add 3 points to Ravenpuff and 4 to Ravendor. This brings Ravendor to 5 and Ravenpuff to 3. Now, everyone, you are dismissed. Hello, class, and welcome to Defense Against the Dark Arts. I am your teacher, Professor Mary Jane Lupin. Yes, my dad is Teddy Lupin, son of Remus Lupin the werewolf, and Nymphadora Tonks, the metamorph magist. If my hair changes colors while I'm talking, don't be alarmed. And my friend in the potions department hooked me up with a potion that should fix the whole changing into a werewolf on the full moon thing. You're welcome. This class is the wizarding equivalent to the Mongol art class. When I joined the Hogwarts staff, I found out that Hoggy Wardies didn't have an art class. I found this utterly unacceptable and decided to start Dadvapa. Yes? Huh? Um, question. Hoggy Wardies. Hogger Wardies. made it up. I should. Yeah, no, no one I called no it, and I'm your teacher, so be that. quiet. Dad, so against... <laughs> yes, Dumbledore calls it Huggy Wartis too, so I am correct. But you hate him. Doesn't matter. <laughs> he's my boss. Oh, wait. Yeah, he's, he's dead. dead. <laughs> he's dead. He is my boss in spirit. Okay. <laughs> I yeah. started okay, kind of Dad, Papa, or Defense Against Continue. the Dark Visual and Performing Arts. So, like, bad riding and drawing One point and dancing. Woo-hoo, good job, Lily. We want to win. So, continue. <laughs> Thanks. Well, <laughs> now that you're here in Dadvipa, you'll have to choose an elective out of these kinds of art. Drawing and painting, creative writing, theater, and music. 
you can, of course, do them all. Me and my compadres slash teaching assistants are going to teach all of them. I'll give you a second to decide. Pause it now if you need to think it over. Okay, you back? Great. Now, if you chose drawing and painting, then stay right here. If you chose creative writing, then skip one minute ahead. If you chose theater, then skip two and a half minutes ahead. And then if you chose music, then skip four minutes ahead. If you want to take them all, then just stay right here and listen all the way through. Once done with your class, you can sit through the rest or skip to the end of music. One thing before we start. These times are general, so you might be a couple of seconds early. Welcome to Drawing and Painting. At the end of this lesson, there will be a homework assignment due by next week, so pay attention. There is, as you most likely know, a lot of art in the Harry Potter fandom. We are going to be talking about fan art today. Let's get started. There are many different kinds of fan art, to include anime, realistic, comic art, and more. You will choose a style of fan art and make a piece based on your favorite Harry Potter character. Does it have to be only one? I said based on, meaning they have to be in it, but others can be around as well. Yes. Use your own fun and funky styles. I would like to see you modernize the characters in some way, whether it be their clothes or surroundings. I want it to be different. I'll probably change their clothes. I really hate doing backgrounds. You must include your favorite character in their favorite place, so you must do a full background. What? I just said I hate backgrounds. This is part of the challenge. In fact, I think doing what you hate is the most important part of doing art. Art isn't always about what you like. Doing what you hate helps you get better at it. I don't mind if it's just a sketch, but coloring can sometimes be half the fun. I would encourage you to look at some fan art before beginning to get a feel for it. Now, you are released. Hello class and welcome to Creative Writing. There's always room for a story that can transport people to another place. J.K. Rowling said that. I completely concur. As you know, J.K. Rowling transports thousands of people to many different places in the wizarding world. And since all of us in this class are striving to be creative writers, we need to try to do the same. And the way you can do that? By adding vivid detail. Describe everything and everyone. Ms. Rowling certainly did that, and you Just like any good teacher, I am giving you homework. But unlike most teachers, this homework will hopefully not be as smooth as the best, especially if you like school. None will be as the best. <laughs> hopefully. I would like you to write a fanfic, aka fanfiction. Time for definition. Fanfiction are stories about any book or even movie that fans would like to see happen, so they write it. <laughs> Fans write fanfics are probably some of the most dedicated out there because they saw something they wanted to be written about and instead of waiting around for J.K. Rowling to write it, they wrote it themselves. You all are going to write a fanfiction about either yourself or your favorite character going through their first day of Hogwarts, starting from when they receive their letter to when they go to sleep after the sorting ceremony. Make sure you can. <laughs> you can, of course, take out blocks of time if you'd like, so if you want to have a really detailed description of the train ride and the sorting ceremony, you can skip the block of time between when they receive their letter and the day before they leave. Whatever you need to do to fit into the allotted amount of pages, which is 8 to 15, in one of these fonts, Cambria, Times New Roman, or Arial, and 12-point font size with single-line spacing. If you like the look of double spacing more, then just do double the pages. So if you wanted to do the minimum page requirement and double line spacing, then you'd have to do 16 pages. These are going to be awesome. One last quick tip. Don't be afraid to start over or redo things. You are released. Welcome, all of my wonderful theater nerds. I know most of you are probably were out of your mind with excitement when you heard about Cursed Child, a stage production of the future of one of your favorite book series. I love it so much. Like, literally, what could be better? 
I'm here to tell you, not much. Although I've never been to a performance of Cursed Child, I have been to my fair share of performances and performed in some. I mostly do musical theater because I'm also a singer and dancer, but I totally see the validities in see the validity in plays just as much. Let's talk about how you can show emotion in your acting. Just saying lines written on a sheet of paper isn't what acting is. Portraying a character with emotion, vim, and vigor is. My activity slash homework for you is to come up with a scene you would have liked to have been included in the Harry Potter books and write the script for it and record yourself performing it. I know you're probably moaning and groaning in your minds, but it will help you to truly understand the creative process behind writing a script. What you have to put into understanding the characters and seeing how dialogue works hand-in-hand -hand with stage directions or choreography. I obviously am not expecting you to write any songs or anything to go in the scene, but if you'd like, you're welcome to. If you need more people than just yourself, try to recruit your family members for roles, if possible. If not, just play them all yourself. You'll have the wonderful experience of being If you do end up recruiting show. family, then you'll have the experience of being a director, which will also give you more respect for directors in the future. Have fun writing and performing. You are going to love it. Hello class and welcome to music. In this class, we are going to be talking about both singing and playing an instrument. Since I believe that your voice is kind of an instrument anyway. No, I'm not going to be teaching you how to play notes or anything like that. I am not a music theory teacher. I'm a music teacher, so I'm going to be teaching you about songs. Specifically songwriting, not about like, while your favorite song says the word I in it. <laughs> And I know that songwriting is a very creative thing, as well as very labor-intensive. You must come up with tunes and lyrics and harmonies and a whole lot of other stuff. It can be daunting. This Take is out what she wants to change. crazy factor in songwriting and make it more fun and accessible. If you've taken any of the other classes before, you will know that we are having students create things centered around the Harry Potter book series. No, I'm not going to make you write a song about Harry Potter. I will, however, make you write a song about your feelings about fandoms. You never even have to say the word. <laughs> I won't say it either, just for fun. Just sing or play about the way. Whether that's inclusion, joy, belonging, or just gettiness. Write it out in song form. I'm so excited. Go write your hearts out. <sighs> that was and a, a lot, lot of, of glasses, MJ. I'm starting to regret taking literally every elective. <laughs> you have to write a song, an eight-page fanfic, draw a fan art with full background, write Not a Harry Potter theme song, and perform it. I filed it on high, but to be fair, I designed it thinking that you're only going to take one. You have a lot of work to do, miss. Don't remind me. You're kind of like Hermione True. in her third year with but all she of those classes. Too. Along with she a more certain crystal that ball. Dropped it. True again. I don't have a quiz, but you do have homework that'll have to grade for points, so... No, 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 no. You must make a quiz, or else. Actually, Fine, I'll make a quiz, but it'll have to be a short notice quiz, so it won't be as good as it could be. Okay, well, we're taking a very short break. We'll be back in a bit. And is going to give us the quiz. We're back! Here goes. Now I shall tell your scores. Professor Weasley got 4 out of 5, giving Ravenpuff a score of 5. And Professor Binns got a score of 5 out of 5, leaving Ravenpuff with a total score of 13. Go Ravenpuff!
I didn't have a small you club. You. Now, time for the outro with all the boring stuff. If you want more content from FFTP, then please go listen to The Ravenclaw Club, Science Gals, Fetch Pets, and Drama Club coming soon. If you like the show, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you leave a message, we'll shout you out. Thanks for listening. Bye!